Warning, the following podcast contains strong language which some listeners may find offensive. Hello, yes, Dan Arden here. Dan Arden has been summoned. Please, via the internet, we tell you to please listen to Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Hi, Dan. Now you can go. Choo choo! Hello, welcome to the Untitled Wrestling Podcast. My name is Shay, joined by Aaron. The inmates are running the asylum. How are you, mate? Chugga, 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 chugga. It's a UWP train! <laughs> <laughs> Better than the Strowman Express, that's a fucking sure. Oh, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you didn't guess, we're talking about Raw today. Hooray! <laughs> not, that, not that the title says Raw Review or anything. No, that's true. But you could you could have been listening. You could have just been listening to stuff on autoplay and it just comes up. Ah, okay. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the roar after Fastlane. We're truly, well and truly on the road to WrestleMania now. There is nothing between um, pay-per-views, just WrestleMania. Um, and yeah, I, th- I thought, we've, ju- we've just been talking about it before we started the uh, recording. I thought that the first two hours was quite good. And then, as Raw tends to be, the third hour just kind of falls off the deep end and goes awful. I think you're a bit too optimistic here, Paul. I was, it was okay. Well, all right. Raw standards. There was some pretty fun stuff though on the show. I thought um, there was a couple of there was a couple of like quite fun matches as well that I enjoyed a lot. Um, excuse me, but we'll get into that. And um, before we do, if you want to tell us what you thought of Raw um, or Fastlane. You can find us on Twitter and Discord at Untitled Rest Pod and Facebook Untitled Wrestling Podcast. Um, so yeah, let's get into it. Raw starts with the Almighty himself, the ab- conspicuous by his absence last night on Fastlane, Bobby Lashley, um, and he's going straight into a match with a big old Shamo because he wasn't finished with him from last week. Oh, um, did we not already have this? We had it literally last week. Yeah, in yes. the main event. So we've gone from the main event to the opener. Um, well, I I enjoyed it last week. I enjoyed it this week. It was a pretty fun match. Um, just generally a hoss fight. Both men trading blows. Um, just bef- midway through the match, the hair business come down to the ring and Lashley looked very upset about that. Um, Cedric tries to get involved, accidentally distracts Lashley, allowing Seamus to take control. And uh, Cedric was just a little shit at ringside as well. He was shouting so much. Um, Seamus misses a bro kick and near the end, Cedric distracts Seamus. Um, well, sorry, Cedric distracts Seamus, which causes him to miss a bro kick. Uh, Lashley hits the spine buster and a hair lock to win. And then after the match, um, Cedric and Shelton beat down Seamus at ringside. Drew um, makes the save. Let, let's not gloss over the fact that this is the first time Seamus is tapped out in his career. Yeah. Um, which I couldn't believe that WWE did gloss over that fact, to be honest. I no one mentions it. Like the they mention they mention about the fact that like fucking all kinds of people haven't tapped before or Yeah, or, they've done like, it literally for Fastlane with Roman Reigns. 
Yeah. But then when it's the first time he's tapped out, they've not gone quiet. First time Shame's tapped out, that that instantly adds like add legitimacy to the uh, Hurtlock as well. Well, it will. Really... They mentioned it. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. But like, <laughs> if he mentioned it, instantly adds a bit more legitimacy to it and makes it a bit more like deadly going into WrestleMania. Right. Right, they're not catering for us. They're catering for eight-year-olds. Eight-year-olds are only going to fucking remember Seamus hasn't attacked it. I mean, I don't think they would have remembered that Roman hadn't sat out, but it, it, it added more meaning to the fact that he, like, when that, he did slap, didn't it, fastly? That's why Roman said it. Exactly. <laughs> that's why these fucking blurts on commentary should have said it. Um, fucking idiots do you want to speak shit about anything else yeah exactly um, so yeah, after the match uh, Cedric and Shelton beat down Seamus Drew makes the save um, chases off uh, the hair business beats him up and stares down Lashley and like, he's like just golden Lashley Lashley's getting more and more angry um, and then MVP manages to talk him down and just say wait till Mania wait till Mania come um, and get me yeah, no, you want to. Ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, after the break, Cedric and Shelton are really proud of what they did uh, to Seamus. Lashley comes up and says he didn't need the help. And MVP, like, kind of says, he, he tells them off for losing the tag titles and said that, that embarrassed Lashley. Um, and it embarrassed the hair business. Uh, we then get a recap of the Orton Fiend and Alexa stuff from the previous night. And they, they sort of bring up the fact that Orton's going to try and summon the Fiend later in the show. Summon so we'll the Orton's got powers now. Everyone's got powers. Yeah. I think I think that's just their spooky way of saying call out, in it? <laughs> well, later on, they do just say Orton's going to try call out. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> so they had to put summon because it's like spookier. Um, after this, we get Asuka versus Peyton Royce. Um, Peyton comes out looking a lot, a lot more serious and pissed off. They showed their um, Raw talk promo she cut a couple of weeks ago about how she's haunted by her own potential, which is a fucking great line. Um, more Peyton Royce, please. Uh, this match itself was really fun as well. Like lots of lots of sort of trading holds. Uh, Peyton is a scouted Asuka. She dodges like a lot of her kicks. Um, dodges the hip attack on the apron and then hits it, it looked like it was a fuck up but it, the way the fact that it was a fuck up kind of made it look nastier where it was like a, a neck breaker on from like Asuka hanging on the ropes onto the apron onto the outside um, and then after the after the break uh, Asuka takes a bit of control um, after a series of roll ups uh, Royce hits the widow's peak she reverses the Asuka lock to a roll up um Asuka hits a code breaker on Royce and then Royce goes for a top rope double stomp. Asuka locks in an armbar, transitions to the Asuka lock and Royce taps out. Um, a really, really fun match though and it gives us a bit more of a like a glimpse of what Peyton Royce can actually do when she's given the time. Like She had some pretty cool matches in NXT. Uh, the Iconics were brilliant but they didn't get necessarily much time to show that and it was very, very cool to see. Um, not, not stuck with Lacey and Ric Flair. Yeah, I, I hope this kind of leads to Peyton Royce singles push because coming out of Mania, they're going to need a fair few women to sort of like step up, if you will. Yeah. And 
Peyton Royce is definitely someone they can kind of build that that division round. She's really good. Uh, after the match itself, uh, Rhea Ripley's music hits, and she makes her not Raw debut because she debuted on Raw last year before WrestleMania. Um, well. and she she basically she basically just challenges Asuka to a match at Mania, and Asuka accepts. And well, what well, one of her lines really bothered me? I say really bothered me, but it griped me. You've got your pen up like a teacher, so I'm, I'm really intri- intrigued by this now. You're one of the greatest women's champions in WWE history. Is she, though? Like, what has she actually done? Um, I, I wouldn't say her main roster title run. No. Say, and her it NXT is. women's title run was fantastic. But that doesn't count as developmental. <laughs> Uh, but you know, it's one of those things, isn't it? WWE pick and choose when they're going to address it. Twats, man. Honestly, yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't know. I mean, if you look at some of the matches Asuka's had, she's definitely and her actual like body of work. She's definitely one of the best women that WWE's ever had. Well, but, the WWE are doing it, a countdown now. The fifty greatest women just now, right? And you've got folk like Alexa Bliss at number. 16 or something it is it's like you can tell they really struggled for women back in the day mm. like if Alexa Bliss I, is like right up there I get the impression that Charlotte Flair will be number one in there um, well. also um, also one one thing as well Rhea when she's challenging Asuka uh, she addresses that Charlotte Flair has got COVID-19 so um, all the best to Charlotte hope she hope she well, gets well soon the, the, the prophecy is coming true. It's going to be a triple threat. I'm telling you, it's happening. According to Andrade, um, on, well, Rick Flair on Twitter said that um, Charlotte will be missing mania. Andrade said that she's out of quarantine from Friday. So, yeah. Can you honestly see Charlotte missing mania? Be realistic, yeah. No. I, no. I'd rather, I'd rather, I'd rather the, uh, I'd rather they just put her in a match with like somebody who, would... or bring someone back like they did with Trish Stratus. Yeah, at SummerSlam to fight. Who would you bring back them? I, I don't know. Like Victoria, she had a banger show in the Rumble. Molly Holly, she's going in the Hall of Fame. Or Molly Holly because she's going in the Hall of Fame. See. Yeah. Even just put her in a um, triple threat match with Shane and Naya or something. There you go. See, then, big, big brain out there. Yeah. Um, Get us on the big team right now. I, I do. I do hope that it is just Rhea versus Asuka because that's more of a more of a compelling match than a triple threat for me. Also, they announced later in the show it's on night two of um, WrestleMania, so maybe. Two triple threats might be a bit overkill. Possibly. Uh, I mean, back in the day, they'd done a fatal four way pay per view. Yeah, and that was overkill fate before we matches, wasn't it? <laughs> it's, it's one of those things. Um, yeah, I, I'd rather it be just Rear and Asuka because it's a bit of a dream match. Um, no, I, I'm agreeing with you on that, definitely. Two yeah, Rhea- biggest fucking women's champions. Yeah, maybe that's, again, as I say, they pick and choose when they bring it up. Maybe that's what Rhea was getting at because she's a former NXT Women's Champion. 
Uh-huh. And Asuka's like yeah. widely regarded as the greatest. Um, definitely one of them. Um, so yeah, anyway, moving on. Um, Postman Pierce approaches Drew, says that uh, her business won't a handicap match against Drew. And he's, he, he obviously can't can't accept it without Drew's uh, blessing because it's a handicap match. Um, Drew says Drew's in charge. Drew's Kevin Nash and the shit out of it. He's part of the booking team. <laughs> he, he, booked himself, he booked himself to be pleased with this. Um, so, yeah, Drew, Drew says he'll accept if um, Shelton and Cedric are banned from ringside at Mania if he wins. Um, and then we got Miss TV. Um, Miss, for once, actually cuts a decent promo without much bollocks um, because recently it's just been a lot of bollocks and then Miz does like a couple of good lines. Uh, he's com- just complaining about it, bad luck and bad bunny, um, a lot of revisionist history. Uh, he lists off his accolades and Morrison's accolades and then complains that uh, Priest and bad bunny are on the Mania poster, but they aren't. Um, they announced the world uh, premiere of their new single, Hey Hey Hop Hop, and show a preview of him and Morrison jumping up and down in bunny suits <laughs> like flats. Um, Christ! I mean, I, I said I said there was still some bollocks. Um, he, he vows that next week he'll will be the end of Bad Bunny's career, but then he challenges Bad Bunny to a match at Mania to put like the sort oh. of exclamation points on it. Um, so his career's yeah. ended next week, but the match is at Mania. Yeah. Right. Okay. That, well, he kind of made a point of his, his music career at next week, and then after the diss track and then his whole career the following uh, week. Very good. Um, oh, sorry, Mania, rather. Um, this brings out Jeff Hardy, who's got a match with Miz. Um, he basically says to Morrison, uh, uh, to, sorry, to Jeff, to send, uh, uh, Jeff says to Miz to send Morrison to the back, easy for me to say, um, if he's a real man, and Miz kind of obliges. Um, the match itself was pretty much just a, Bog standard Miz and Jeff Hardy match, wasn't it? Miz. Um, um, Bog standard match. I've got one line uh, from commentary. Byron goes, Bad Bunny ain't no Jeff Hardy. Uh, Samoa Joe replies, Oh, come on, Byron. He might just be turning a new aggressive leaf here. Yeah. Bad, I, I Bad that Bunny isn't a fucking Grand Slam champion, former multiple time <laughs> world champion. No, he's not. You're right. You're right, Byron. You fucking idiot. Um, if we're getting into it as well, Miz keeps going on that he's a two-time Grand Slam champion. Technically, Jeff's a three-time. Well, yeah, no, yeah. Old so, if, if we're getting into that, <laughs> you're right, Byron. He definitely isn't bad, bunny. Um, but it's not the modern day championships. I, it, that, that the thing is though they still like address like Shawn Michaels as a fucking Grand Slam champion so the same rules no, the apply. first ever yeah the first yeah. ever yeah. but that's what I mean they still address that he is so it should it should apply for like stuff like that I, I um, think I think the, the difference in rules is Shawn won his back when it wasn't modern day is how they're going trying to go about it that made any yeah, sense Jeff, Jeff won one of his before it was modern day one 
fannies. I don't know. There's a lot of I don't know. It's WWE. It's fucking revisionist history, the lot of it. Go look at the, uh, ruthless, the Ruthless Aggression uh, documentary where they say Vince changed, um, changed the, the name of the company to uh, just rebrand, not because the pandas right. were suing him. Just, um, just off his own back, was it? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Just because he wanted to refresh <laughs> the company. That's actually what they say for anyone who hasn't seen it. Um, so, yeah, the match itself, uh, Hardy throws Miz around, Miz takes control early on. Um, Jeff, again, takes back control. Uh, goes for a twist of fate, Miz throws him into the ring post, skull crushing finale, match over. And then after the match, uh, Bad Bunny hits Miz with a guitar, runs up the ramp and is absolutely knackered and <laughs> says he accepts. Uh, uh, you, like, you know what? I accept your challenge, bitch. <laughs> I, I, love, I love the fact that when he edited it later, he edited out all the fucking heavy breathing because he was out of breath. <laughs> So they just shown him like going, I accept your challenge, bitch. Wow. They, they, mu- they must edit it pretty quickly then. Because I never I know, got the they, they, they shown it like an hour later. Um, so by WWE standards, that is pretty quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so after this. Um, Versus Bad Bunny at Mania. Yeah. Feel sorry for Damien Priest there. Um, oh, he just wasn't there. He wasn't even there well, at all. It was meant to be. Um, it was meant to be obviously a, ta- a tag match, but Morrison's injured. Ah, okay. So That's... they they've gone. Well, Bad Bunny's the big attraction because the the whole point of it was like a tag match. They make Damian Priest the star. Yeah, and obviously Bad Bunny's the the big celebrity name. Whereas now it's like, well. Morrison's injured. We can't take Bad Bunny out the match. Oh, <laughs> oh bastard. I, I, hope, I hope they give him something to do with Mania other than that. Um, even if they make it like a, a handicap match or something. Um, yeah, get him to win the Rumble or something. Be all right. The Rumble, the Battle Royal. If it happens. Um, if it happens. So, yeah, we then get uh, AJ and Omos heading to the ring. Uh, Riddle zooms past on the scooter and Says looking good, skipper. Um, and AJ looks very upset by this. Uh, and he says that he says that almost that he's going to make the new day look really bad. <laughs> skipper, I'm not even team captain anymore. <laughs> I loved Omos's face though. He looked so happy to see Riddle scoot past. <laughs> Omos is just the fucking highlight of Raw for me every week at this point. Um, so yeah, uh, AJ and Omos come out there. Uh, AJ says the tag team title match is official, and it'll be Omos's debut match. And he says that Omos is gonna is gonna put them through the ring, and it'll be their grave. <laughs> and then AJ says that him and Omos are gonna become tag champions. New they come out, um, and just are just brilliant as always. So the question uh, AJ and Omos's legitimacy as a tag team, they keep mocking AJ for his size. Um, at one point, uh, Kofi refers to Woods as the future King Woods. Um, wow. And <laughs> Woods brings up the Boneyard match and AJ looks looks visibly uncomfortable when he brings <laughs> it up. Um, New, New Day then start asking almost what his favourite things are. Um, <laughs> the, <laughs> they, ask, they ask his favourite colour and AJ's like, oh, that's easy, it's red. And then almost is like, no, it's mauve. Um, mauve? That's not even a real colour. <laughs> 
Um, I, I can't remember. I can't remember what the other two things they asked were. Oh, um, uh, oh, I should have written them down, really. But I thought you would have, to be honest. I, um, I, I thought. I think I was. Today's been a very sleepy day. <laughs> it, it's all right, mate. Um, so yeah. Anyway, they, they basically they, they ask uh, they ask that uh, AJ like three things that almost likes. Uh, oh, one of them was um, one of them was like Omos's favorite wrestler, and Asia's like, "Well, that's easy, it's me." And almost was like Andre the Giants. I guessed that right. Yeah, <laughs> I said it would be fucking seven foot six boy. Who else is he gonna like? <laughs> Giant Gonzalez, mate. Um, <laughs> El Gigante. El Gigante. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, <laughs> the new day then. Say to almost, which had me in absolute stitches. How can almost team with AJ when he doesn't even know his favorite color is mauve? <laughs> and then AJ and AJ said, uh, just like to kind of change the subject, like says, starts uh, doing like AJ rocks, like to the new day rocks thing. And uh, he's doing the dance and he's getting almost to awkwardly do it. <laughs> and new day are like screaming, there's like copyright, uh, give them no gimmick infringement uh, as it goes to the break. Um, <laughs> It's just like your dad like trying to dance in a club, isn't it? <laughs> I, I love, I love the fact that Kofi and Woods were kicking off though about it like so much. <laughs> um, and that, then this leads to uh, the match, which is a uh, Kofi versus AJ, which was really fun. I thought um, it was a little bit slow to get going, but once it did get like really going, it was a really fun match. Um, pretty much what you'd expect in these two, isn't it? Um, Kofi controls AJ early on. He's got him really well scouted. Woods is in the corner doing his own commentary to himself, which just had me like pissing myself. Uh-huh. Um, Woods Woods was excellent at ringside though in this match. Um, uh, Kofi's all again. Kofi's always one step ahead of AJ. Uh, he dodges a dive and then hits like a massive monkey flip in the corner. And the height AJ got from that was ridiculous. Um, AJ's always been good at just lobbing himself in there. Just yeah. Right. This is a match I feel like when Kofi had his world title run, AJ should have been one of his opponents because I feel like they could have done some really cool stuff given the time. Like this match, this match got a lot of time, but it just given more time, I think they would have had some really special matches. Um, AJ uh, throws Woods and uh, sorry, throws throws Kofi into the steps. And as Woods is going to check on Kofi, um, almost just blocks him. And Woods kind of just like shuffles away. <laughs> AJ is controlling Kofi back from the break. Kofi goes for a trouble in paradise. AJ blocked it with an enziguri, which looked mental the way he did it. Yeah. Um, and then um, it, Kofi blocks a corner splash with a kick. AJ meets him on the top rope. Kofi blocks the superplex and hits him. Um, the shadows over hell, which is like a splash onto the back of AJ as he's getting up. Um, delirious is all finisher from Ring of Honor that's why I called it that um, ah, there you go the more you know just because you look confused I thought I'd just like fill you in yeah, there yeah I was like totally um, so yeah, yeah um, I, I, Kofi does call it something else but I couldn't remember what it was so I just wrote it down that, was that. Uh, AJ reverses the SOS to a calf crush it was insane um, he, he goes for a phenomenal forearm and Woods distracted him 
playing AJ's TNA music on the trombone. Yes, I love that so much. I love the fact as well he did the like he did the first line and then just screamed at AJ. I am, I am. <laughs> the thing is, you don't notice it because it's a trombone. Like you yeah. don't notice what it is, but as soon as he says them lyrics, it's like, I oh used... man. <laughs> I thought Woods was just phenomenal in this match, no pun intended. Um, How he got away with that, I don't know. He gets away with murder, though, doesn't he, Woods? It's ridiculous. Did, did, you, did you see the other week, um, you know, when almost uh, chokeslammed him over the um, barricade? Did yeah. you see that Woods made a video and submitted it to, Bo- to Botchamania of it? For, for, like, the, for like the endings where like almost like chokeslams him and then it's Woods just falling through the multiverse. <laughs> and he, he literally like tagged Matthew from Botchamania in it and Matthew put it on Botchamania wow to, like the three of them get away with fucking murder because they make so much money for the company um, yeah almost chases Woods away anyway uh, AJ goes for another phenomenal forearm and Kofi reverses it into SOS to get a rare win with the SOS um, but I thought it was a really fun match Um especially with the little reference to AJ's TNA music. I know. I, 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 I popped. <laughs> I popped like crazy. Like the, the the stuff before the match, like the promo, I was like crying with laughter because I thought it was really funny. Like so, some of the stuff like they were coming out with, I was just like, this is fucking brilliant. And you can tell as well, like because obviously they're all mates. Like they were doing stuff to yeah. just genuinely try and piss AJ off <laughs> and pop each other. Um but yeah, I, I want to see more of Kofi versus AJ because they had such good um, chemistry together. After this, um, Sheamus is talking to uh, Kevin Patrick backstage. He says he doesn't back down from a fight. That's why he accepted the match with Lashley. Um, and he didn't want Drew's... Oh, go on. No, no, it was when the boy comes in. That was all. Oh. Yeah. What? The, the other boy? or The Kevin other Patrick? boy. No, okay. No uh, yeah. So I'll I'll just say this then quick, then I'll let you take over, dear. Um, he said, yeah, he says he doesn't doesn't want Drew's help, and he despises the ground he walks on. And then a uh, good old Riddle comes in on his fucking scooter. Skier's cousin, Skier's cousin comes on his scooter. Here you go. See, do you like that one? Aye. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bro, got got to ask you a question. Have you seen the Loch Ness monster? Or has he been to your house in Ireland? Our leprechaun reel. Um, if you could make a wish, what would you have wished for? Um, and then basically, Seamus. I fucking know what I'd wish for. <laughs> okay, Seamus done the best face turn you can possibly think of by just absolutely smacking rid of his own scar. <laughs> yeah, you you know. <laughs> You know, Riddle's annoying when the WWE on Fox account said Shame has just become one of the good guys. Yeah. Sweet about that video. <laughs> Shame is just murdering Riddle with a scooter. Um, WWE on Fox is like Twitter has been ridiculously good. Like just taking the, the, the WWE on BT Sports is getting quite good at that as well. Oh. They, they always make references to like TNA, which I always enjoy. <laughs> um, but then so did WWE on Fox uh, but yeah just, just more riddle bollocks isn't it it's just so annoying um, 
this was where the show started to take a downturn as well, in my opinion. Um, up until the up until this point, I thought it had been quite a good episode of Raw, and then oh boy, oh boy, it took a nosedive. Um, <laughs> we then get uh, Drew versus the hair business. If Drew wins, the hair business are banned from ringside um, against uh, at Mania. Um, this was pretty much just copy and paste from Drew's match against Miz and Morrison a couple of months ago, wasn't it? The uh, uh, synopsis: Hurt <clears throat> Business event eventually get the upper hand, like the hyenas from Lion King. Yeah, um, <laughs> we, we've seen it numerous times over however many months. Yeah, um, yeah. Drew, Drew throws them around, gets distracted. They end up double teaming him. Um, they. As as Drew's um, looking like he's about to get beat, he starts throwing them around a bit more. Uh, Claymore's both of them. He claymored the fucking soul out of Cedric Alexander's body. Yeah, it was uh, like both of them came off the ropes and just connected in the middle. Yeah, it, it was it was quite cool in the sense that like he hit Shelton with it. Shelton rolled out the ring, and then Cedric started attacking him from behind, and then Drew just like kind of fought him off and then hit it. Um, and yeah, that was that was that. Drew wins. Um, it's mad to think last week they were the tag team champions. I know you totally forget, don't you? And and now they're literally just, just there didn't, to get jobbed out. I didn't even think about them being tag team champs, to be honest. That was the first thing I thought. I was like, these guys were the fucking tag champs last week. Like, come on, don't fucking just bury the fuckers straight away. Um. Uh, after the break backstage MVPs yelling at Cedric and Shelton for losing Lashley comes in in an absolutely dapper crushed velvet suit yeah um, and he, he just says if you can't if you can't do it I'll get someone who will he goes to the loser locker room and puts a bounty on Drew's head um, <clears throat> if you can't do it I'll find someone that will enters the job squad locker room filled with literal house party Ricky Shea, Drew Gulak, Akira Tozawa, and Humberto Carrillo. <laughs> Swole Humberto Carrillo, was that? Fucking hell. Dressed, dressed like Dwayne Johnson from the 90s. Um, Fucking hell. Oh. Yeah. Um, poor, <laughs> poor fucking all of those guys. Like, oh God, they're, they're so much better than uh, that. Like, oh. they're, they're so good that they share a locker room. <laughs> yeah. I, did did you see him? I can't remember someone from someone from Shikara basically put like these six guys could literally be like top guys and like in like an indie promotion if they if you made the company around them. It's like yeah, that's insane to think about. Like they actually could. Um, however, they're in Vinnie Mac, Vinnie Mac's land of the giants. So brother love's gonna fucking book them chasing our truth round for his belt. Um, anyway, so. Then we get another fun, fun match. Um, Dana, Dana and Mandy versus Shayna and Nia. Um, Naomi and Lana on commentary. Again. Again. Um, um, speaking <coughs> of the tag team division, Lana and Naomi join us. So that's all three teams that's in this women's tag team division. Yeah. Do you think Charlotte's going to get a fucking tag partner and go after the tag titles? 
who, who, who's not doing anything at the moment? Peyton Royce, she'll do. Nah, I wouldn't Peyton. Um, I mean, I could put with joke about it, but she's no doing anything at Mania, so... To be fair, Charlotte and Bailey, I wouldn't mind tagging up to go off the belt. Bailey's not doing anything, and Bailey definitely needs to be doing something at Mania. Um, but yeah, it's just just more bollocks, isn't it? Um, you could easily, ha- especially in the era that we're in of just being in the same arena, you could easily have one from each show teaming up together. Yeah, that's what I mean. Have Charlotte easily, and yeah. on the same team, yeah, and do like a sort of like uneasy alliance. Just they just both want to get on the card, sort of thing. I wouldn't mind that. If that was the case, um, also what I, what I did mind as well was fucking Reginald again. He he was the focal point of this match. Um, he for the entrance he comes out, he does backflips to the ring. Nia's like paying more attention to him than Shane, and she's like flirting with him out on the apron. Um, as Shane has to fight off the baby faces, um, and Nia's just distracted by him. At one point, um, Nia's beating up the faces. Reginald's fucking pirouetting around the ring and he, <sighs> at one point he goes in the ring and does like a fucking roll through the ring like it's set to so like uh, uh, Lana, Lana shouldn't be allowed to speak because she goes Naya forced to be wrecking uh, re- reckoning reckoning <laughs> oh that's so much who's, um, who's uh, not doing anything at the moment me am me am I mean easily that'd be alright um, but yeah, I, 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 the only good thing about this match was Naomi and Lana's matching jackets. They were pretty cool. Um, other than that, the whole thing was dreadful. And uh, I hope that my hope is that Shayna Baszler, Kira Fuda, clutches Reginald. <laughs> all I want is Shayna to just like uh, send him to the shadow realm. Na- Naomi just finishes it off by, "We want our rematch." I want a piece of Reginald, but not in that way. <laughs> As Jimmy Uso was fucking seething backstage, like, what? <laughs> um, yeah, just, just shit, isn't it? Um, we then go um, to Alexa's playground. Alexa's doing more spooky bollocks on the swing. Um <laughs> She does. She says, "Let me in." And Bray's voice, um, same shit, different day. And then speaking of same shit, different day, um, we get Braun versus Elias. Um, you, you look so upset by me saying that. Sorry, mate. Do, do you know how we literally just said in the fast lane like review that most of the first half of that card could have been on the weekly show? Funnily, yeah. It was the night after. Yeah, <laughs> it was. That's a very good point, mate. Um, yeah, so uh, Shane and Elias sing a song about Braun being stupid, which is just awful. Um, Shane says he would have beat Braun and Elias let him down. And Elias was like, oh, yeah, I, I wasn't ready. Um, Braun comes out and says, Elias is going to be the man that got these hands. Do you remember uh, that one, Elias? And then... Uh, the match itself was just shit. Braun throws Elias round again. Shane looks worried. Braun hits a shotgun dropkick out to the side. He does they just call it a shotgun, but they don't call it a shotgun. They just call it a normal dropkick. 
Yeah, but it was a shotgun drop kick. Uh, no, yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm agreeing with you. It definitely yeah. was a shotgun drop kick. Oh yeah, no, I'm just saying. But it was. Um, <laughs> and then he goes to do the fucking Stroman Express around the ring, and now he's got added train sound effects. So they're they're not allowed to slap their fucking thighs because it's not realistic. But Braun gets a fucking choo choo sound effect when he's running around the ring. <laughs> Absolute bollocks. Um, Braun, Braun wins at the power slam. Uh, Shane hits him with his crutch, runs away. He's fine. Obviously, we all knew that was fucking coming. Uh, Braun challenges Shane, and Shane, Shane says he'll accept to any match because Braun is stupid. They didn't actually specify what the stipulation is going to be. It's time to pony up, gum boy, is what Braun says at the end. Yeah. I, I don't even know what that means. I'll assume some redneck. Pony up's a phrase for like paying up. Right, okay. Um, so I'm assuming it's something to do with that. Um, they, then, uh, they then give her like a rundown of the Mania card, revealing what's on each night. Uh, they say that uh, Sasha and Bianca, uh, Bobby and Drew, and Bad Bunny and Miz uh, on Saturday night, and that. Edge and the other one, uh, Roman. Um, the other one? Yeah, you disrespect him the head of the table like that. I couldn't remember. <laughs> Ruth in the match. Um, I'm very tired. Um, Rhea and uh, Asuka and what was the other match? Oh, the other match was about to be announced. Are going to be on the Sunday. Uh, also, during this, this technical difficulties where um, it keeps glitching on the Bad Bunny Miz thing. So as they're trying to run through the card, um, you look very confused. Did you not see this? I don't think so. No. So, so basically, they're going through smoothly, and they show Bad Bunny in the Miz, and then Byron's like starting to go in about to announce him, about to announce Rhea and Asuka, and then oh. uh, it comes back up with Bad Bunny and Miz, and Byron goes, <laughs> Byron just goes, oh yes, there's Bad Bunny and Miz. We just spoke about that, as we said, it's going to be on the Saturday nights, and then he goes <laughs> to do it again. He, he, go, he goes to carry on again and it comes up again with Bad Bunny versus The Miz. And he's just like, as I've just said, Bad Bunny and Miz on Saturday night. And eventually they get the Rio vs. Asuka graphic up. It was fucking hilarious. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, Byron just trying to fucking cover up was just so funny. I was like yes. laughing so much. Um, <clears throat> this takes us to the closing segment of the night, which was um, Randy Orton coming to the ring with uh, um, with a bag um, he says it feels like yesterday that he set them fiend on fire and tonight the bullshit ends uh, he did a little swear no swearing he, he said the word bullshit on TV he did they're, they're, they're allowed one during the last hour just WWE don't often use it um, oh. that's why AW do one like they're allowed one within the show um, so yeah Alexa comes out and um She's playing the jack of the jack in the box. It pops and it's got like a little the old fiend fig, like figure as the jack in the yeah. box said. Uh, lights go out, come back up. The fiends in the ring uh, with his new look, like melty face, um, <laughs> Mel- burn face fiend. Um, <laughs> um, that's a new gimmick. He's just burn face man. Um, so uh, yeah, Orton pulls a gas canister out the bag and douses the fiend, and the fiend just stands there motionless. Um, as Orton goes to like the match, the fiend starts walking towards him. Orton hits an RKO. 
Alexa goes to get in the ring and distracts Orton and then Orton turns around into the mandible claw by the Fiend. Fiend hits fit Sister Abigail and uh, Alexa points to the WrestleMania sign. Flames erupt from the turnbuckles and like all around the Thunderdome. And then they, they instantly put the match graphic up. Um, it's almost like they had it prepared in advance. It's like they planned this, isn't it? Um, <laughs> and that's announced that that's going to be on the Sunday night. Um and then or, afterwards, um, one thing that was very cool was Bray and Alexa did the uh, Wyatt family pose, but Alexa doing Bray's bit, and Bray yeah. was doing like Harper Rowan and uh, Braun's bit, which was I thought I thought was nice. Um, and that was Raw. Um, started off strong, and fuck me, it went downhill very quickly. Um, <laughs> I mean, they, they they could probably tell listening to us that we sort of flew through. <laughs> Yeah, um, there wasn't much to talk about this week at all. So apart from obviously no, media matches, it felt like, yeah, it feels like the kind of panicking now going up. Shit, we need to book stuff for media quick. Um, I mean, they've got they've got three matches for each night so far. I yeah. imagine we're probably going to get more announced in the coming weeks. Um, oh, well, actually, I say that they didn't they didn't announce um, they didn't announce what night. Um, New Day versus AJ and Omos were on, did they? Or Shane and Braun. Or Shane and Braun. That's true. So I, I imagine we'll probably get a bit more announced on SmackDown um, this week. May, maybe they'll announce one or two things on NXT. Who knows? Um, it seems like they're kind of padding a lot of stuff out wherever they can at the moment. Um, but highs and lows, what, what did you have, do you? Uh, my low will be... I think it's going to have to be the women's tag team division. I, that and Braun, I absolutely hate the storylines. The Braun one's a bit better because we've got we've now got a match at Mania that's going to have a stipulation on it. So it's a bit better. It's still not great, though. So I'm going to go the women's, just the division, the tag team division. Three teams, come on. Yeah. And um, uh, what about your high? My high, I didn't think this far. Um, I think I'll just go with the the end of Orton and Fiend. Just yeah, get getting announced. Obviously, seeing the Fiend again. Just it, it needs to be a Firefly Funhouse match, though, doesn't it? It should be. Just do the do be. the exact same setup you done with John Cena. But Orton's story. Yeah, all you need I'd, to do. I'd love it to be that that way. However, I think because there's fans there and fans shit over the House of Horrors match, yeah. they're going to be a bit reluctant to go down that road. I, I think it'll be different as well, because obviously The Fiend's a different character now to last year. Yeah, but then they could still... They could still do it just with Alexa in the kind of like role of... Funhouse Bray, yeah, it's it's intriguing that Funhouse Bray hasn't shown up yet though. I thought maybe he'd show up at some point. Yeah, um, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, my low was Reginald just being more of a focal point of um of the women's division and the actual fucking women in the match. Uh, it was nonsense, uh, absolute nonsense. And the thing is, as well, you can just fucking picture Vince just chuckling in Gorilla, can't you? 
watching <laughs> Reginald doing all the fucking rolls and flips around. It's like, ha, 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 look at that guy go broke. It's like, come <laughs> on, fuck right off. Um, it's not to say he's talented and he's charismatic because he is. But yeah. I don't need to see him fucking doing that shit during a fucking tag match when you've got you've got actual talented Shayna Baszler there getting overshadowed by that fucking knobhead. Um, my high point was uh, all the stuff with AJ and the New Day. I thought it was fucking brilliant. Um, specifically, Woods doing AJ's TNA entrance music. I popped like fuck for that. But I thought that the stuff before was hilarious. The match with Kofi was really fun. Um, and yeah, I just, I just want to see more AJ and Kofi, please. That would be very nice. I'd even like to see an AJ Woods match. That would be very good too. Um, and yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been raw. Uh, better than it's been recently, but still, again, that raw. third hour just needs to get <laughs> the fucking seat. If, if it wasn't for that third hour, I think that would have been a really good episode of Raw. But that third hour just kind of shit all up in my cereal. Um, really pissed on my chips, as Troy would say. Um, but yeah. Would he say that? He <laughs> said that before, and you had that fucking reaction. Oh, okay. That is that like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, before we go, Aaron, uh, where can people find us on social media? You can get us at Facebook and YouTube at Untitled Wrestling Podcast. We can get all our old live stream videos, live watch-along videos, retro watch-along videos, obviously our gaming nights as well on Saturday nights. Um, if you go to... Discord at Untitled Dress Pod. You can join us in those games, and it's not just wrestling. It's a server for everyone. You can talk about anything you want. Um, use the same tag on Twitter for our bands and our podcasts when they're uploaded. Keep up to date. And also, I always miss one. What am I missing, Jay? Twitter, mate. No, I've just said that. Twitch, where you can get Twitch. all our old gaming stuff, where I do a Sonic Adventure Jay and Troy playing Resident Evil and all our old Saturday night stuff's there. Do a bit of Halo every now and again. Do a bit of Halo. There's lots of different things there. We're still doing things there. Yeah. When I get good at Fire Pro Wrestling, I'll probably... In fact, I might do the... um. They've got a GM mode on there that I've got. So I might do GM mode with like some downloaded characters. There you go. That's what I was doing there. That's what I've been doing. Mostly just downloading the NXT roster on there. Do some NXT vs New Japan. Um, uh, also, if you go to thatchface.com and you've got a beard, or if you haven't, if you know someone with a beard um, that you like a lot enough to get a present for, um, you can get a vast array of beard oils, beard balms, combs, uh, brushes. Uh, I think they do beard shampoo. They've got a variety of clothes um, and face masks as well. And uh, use the code TroyXL85. You get 20% off your order. A small portion of that order will go to, of, uh, yeah, small portion of the proceeds do go to what testicular cancer charity is. Very, very good cause. Very good products indeed. I need to get some stuff on my beard um, because my brush currently is shit. Um, also, if you go to topropebrewing.com, they are currently doing a WrestleMania survival pack with what culture? Um, which will be an array of beers and I think snacks as well. Um, they also have some very cool t-shirts, hats, um, 
face masks, excuse me. And their current beers they've got out are Coldstone Cream Austin, Ice Cream Pale. They've got vanilla and cho- uh, chocolate orange flavor. They've got a, uh, they've got a, uh, what's the other one? Uh, head of the Table. I keep forgetting about Roman. Citron <laughs> 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 Stavro with grapefruit and coconut flavors in. Very, very nice. Tropical Party in your mouth. And a uh, Canadian Destroyer and Maple and Pecan Stout. They also have uh, mini kegs, um, five-liter ones. They've got a variety of beers there. Do check them out. Our very own Big Tasty is the brewer, and he is a witch in a brewery. Um, But, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for joining us. Another raw review in the bags. And we will see you next time. Bye. What do you call it when an Indian giant puts a luchador mask on one of his foot appendages? Kali's toe. Like, like <laughs> Do you like very, that one? <laughs> very good, mate. Very good. You must love this podcast house in the Untitled Wrestling Podcast House.